Hey there, saints. Good evening. This is Steve. Welcome to Last Days. There are two trees in that garden with Adam and Eve, the tree of life and the tree of discerning good and evil. These two trees represent two sources of life. Remember, we were looking at the word life, especially in the New Testament Greek words bios, which is physical life. And then there is two other words for life. Zoe, we looked at the last podcast. Zoe is God's life. And then suke, that is the soul life. That is the mind, the will, the emotions. That's what everybody has. And only Christians possess Zoe, God's life. These two trees correspond to these two sources of life. Suke and Zoe. The tree of life corresponds to Zoe. God intended for us to enjoy and partake of his life as our source of living. Of course, the reality of the tree of life is Jesus Christ. Just think about it. The tree of life was the source of life to Adam and Eve, but it was external to Adam and Eve. To enjoy that life, there was a need evidently to partake of that tree. There are other sources of life throughout the scripture. Not the tree of life, but they they represent a way to have life with God. I mean, think about it. The slain lamb that Abel offered and Noah offered and others offered through obedience was the way to have life with God. The tabernacle and the temple with the sacrifices and the holy of holies where God would come and meet his people was the way to come to God and meet God and have life with God as their source. The law of Moses even, God's written word describing God's holiness, keeping the law, following the law, obeying the law was a way to have life with God. All of these were means whereby man could have favor and life with God where they were, could enjoy life with God. But to do that, they had to partake of, through obedience, these sources of life. But all of them, like the tree of life, were external to mankind and impossible for them to maintain that continuity of life with God. Praise the Lord, they all pointed to Jesus, the reality of the tree of life, who is not external to us, but when we become a Christian, He comes to dwell in us as our source of life. It's not that our flesh or our soul has then been eradicated, but the source of God's life is inside of us and contains the source of life found in Jesus Christ. And this Christ always partook of God as the source of living. He conquered the flesh. This life also contains his grace, his mercy, forgiveness, and the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us from all sin. And this life is now deposited in our spirit as our tree of life, supplying an uninterrupted flow of his life for us to partake of and enjoy continuously inside of us. That's the big difference. He's put his life in us. Now, what about the tree of discerning good and evil. How is that a source of life? This tree corresponds to suke, or the soul life. The soul is your mind, your will, 
and your emotions. Remember, Satan said, if you partake of this tree, you'll be like God. You'll be like the Most High. You don't need God anymore, what Satan was telling them. You'll know what is good. You'll know what is evil and everything in between. You don't need God to tell you what to do anymore. You partake of this tree and God will not be necessary. His life won't be necessary. You can live a life independent of him. That's the soul. That's the mind. That's the will. That's the emotion that wants to live independent of God. That describes you and I getting up, having no time with God, and just going through our day, living, making our own decisions, living by our own thoughts, living by our own emotions. That's how we live if we're not living by God's supply as our life. We need to see the soul life for what it is. It is the self. It is the default life in all of us. What do I mean by the default life? I mean, we, by nature, will wake up if we don't turn to this source of life called Jesus as a Christian, and we will by default live in our soul. It's like we all have computers and you know we have two printers at our house and there's a good one for everyday use and a nice one for photographs. So we by, by default, we use the average one and it's just checkmarked. We have to checkmark it. And every time we use a printer by default, it'll go to that one. If we wanna use the nice printer, We've got to uncheck that box and check the nice printer to print something different, like a photograph. By default, mankind, of course, if you're not saved, you have no choice. That's your only way to live. Nothing else can satisfy the soul except Jesus. You need Jesus to supply life to your soul rather than just living by your soul independent of God. Jesus had a soul. John chapter 10, we looked at, we looked at chapter 10, uh, John chapter 10, verse 10. It says, Jesus came to give us the abundant life, but this abundant life is the Zoe that he's put in us. But how is it that we can partake of this abundant life? Verse 11 tells us how, because what hinders this is this old soul life. His life gets in us, but Jesus became the good shepherd and the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. The abundant life that he puts in us is the Zoe life. But here, the good shepherd laying down his life for the sheep is Suke. This means that Jesus, when he was on earth, just didn't lay his life down on the cross. But for 33 and a half years, he laid down his soul life. What does that mean? That means he laid down his thoughts and he gave his thoughts to God. That means he laid down his feelings for the Father's feelings. That means he laid down his own will that he might find the will of God. He did this for you. This Christ who laid his soul life down 24-7 lives inside of you as your tree of life. Recognizing your soul life Recognizing that it's there, recognizing that it wants to reign by default is significant if we are going to find God's eternal purpose for our life. John 12, 25 says, He that loves his life, suke, shall lose it. And he that hates his life, his soul life, suke, in this world 
shall keep it to life zoe eternal. We need to stop loving this soul life. Stop coddling this soul life. And if you will just hate this soul life, you'll find out what it's made for. If you love it, you won't know what your life is all about. But if you hate this soul life and find the tree of life as your source of life, Jesus, you will find God's purpose for your life. Oh, saints, identifying the soul life is essential. It's essential for finding God's eternal purpose, and it's essential for overcoming the enemy, especially in these last days. Revelation 12, 10 and 11 says, the accuser of the brethren was doing what he does best, accusing the brethren in last days. And it says, they overcame the enemy, Satan, by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony, and catch this, and they did not love their soul lives, suke, unto death. They became martyrs. And they got to that point because they did not love their soul life. Don't love your soul life. Brothers and sisters, it is not that we are striving to live perfection or eradicate this soul. It'll always be with us till Jesus comes. It's not that we will arrive as Paul said, I've not arrived. But I find that every day, it's not about setting myself up to live by my spirit and not by my soul so I can just finally overcome my soul life eventually and just be that kind of Christian I ought to be. But it's about finding what my soul was made for. It's finding what my soul is made for. It's about recognizing that soul when it rises up in my thoughts, in my feelings, in my will, and recognize what it doesn't taste like the Lord's life, but it tastes like the self-life, the soul self-life. And instead, turn to the tree of life in my spirit with no condemnation, but just turn to Christ in you and partake of him inwardly as your life and let him flood your soul with his life. Every time I recognize that my soul is rising up and trying to have its way, I hear the voice of the good shepherd who says, this is the way, walk, in, walk this way. This is the thought, not that thought. This is the feeling, don't have that feeling. This is the reaction you should have, not that reaction. This is the will. Don't have that determined will. And I just don't love. I just don't coddle this soul. I don't give it time. I don't give it the time of day. I hate it. And I instead savor that sweet taste of the Lord. Oh, don't minimize these encounters. They're necessary. They happen all the time. These times when it looks like your soul life is exposed, and it is. At every one of those junctures where the soul life rises up and you engage it for a moment, but you recognize it. And you, at that moment, you partake of the tree of life, Christ, rather than stay in your soul life. You are overcoming the enemy 
in these last days. And, and you are participating and fulfilling God's eternal purpose on the earth. Amen.